you are hearing this, you are receiving a signal from another planet. Fanboy planet. Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. I'm a nerd And up, fanboy! It's the Fanboy Planet podcast live from South San Francisco at Convolution, and here he is, the man of the hour, minute and second, Derek McCaw. That's right. I just popped my Miraclo pill. This is Derek McCaw, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are here at Convolution. Of course, uh, my announcer today—we're not calling in Nate. We've got uh, announcer and podcast producer Rick Brett Snyder, and we have a very special guest. Very special. Who, who is looking back and forth, going, "What the hell is going on?" Limited time offer. We have Bonnie Burton as our special guest today. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I sound like I'm. That's I'm, Sunday morning enthusiasm. <laughs> I sound yeah. like I'm lost. You guys both have like real radio voices. So it's like our Monster Truck Sunday voices. <laughs> That's right. Yes. So later we're going to be crushing all of Bonnie's Star Wars toys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Derek has a persona called Mango Habanero. Oh, okay. Mango's going to come out here. We're just going to get talk no, about it's, some science it's fiction. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like when I hang out with voice actors. They all have perfectly articulated voices, and then I sound constantly like my medication just wore off. Like mumbling, and I'm not sure what. That's right. It'll just make an interesting show. I choose the wrong words at every opportunity. You sound great. You okay. sound absolutely. We positive. are very happy to have you. I, I don't sound as professional. You're not as like you. Charlie Brown's mother. <laughs> in anything. No, 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 no. Hopefully not. No, but not ho- at all. Hopefully, I'm. I'm starting. I'm drinking iced tea. I'm not normally up this early on a Sunday or ever. So uh. we're being sponsored by Tiva, <laughs> tea in a glass. Te, te, yeah, I should say No one ever pronounces it right. Tejava. And Coke Zero. Because that's the Does that mean you get free stuff now? No. I wish. That'd be nice. I love the label on your Coke Zero. I know. It just says alumni. It says share a Coke Zero with fellow alumni. Oh, Okay. I was like, did they run out of names? Because and so I, the because, Coke Zero yeah, people just because get random by words. Sunday morning at a convention saying fellow survivors is just too cruel. Actually, okay. alumni <laughs> is a very popular surname in New Hampshire. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Okay. Um, so we've we've got by we do have a little bit of comics news, a little movie news, and a little TV news, but we are going to our top story is Bonnie Burton oh, here God, at no. Convolution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Um, we had Bonnie on as a guest two years ago, Baycon or three. Was I think it was more like five years ago. Oh, no. no, no. I wasn't working at Lucasfilm anymore, so it must have been two years ago. Is it just two years ago? Yeah. Yeah. It seems yeah. So well, we've done like a thousand episodes in, since because okay. we hang out way too often. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, no, we've probably done like a hundred since. But anyway, um, so we had talked to you then, and 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 you will always stick in my mind because you were the one who truly proved proved to me how dangerous the Ewoks were. Yes, like I that had never occurred to me. So if you want to flash back to that episode, uh, Bonnie had posited the theory that you noticed that Leah had a they had a dress ready for her, which clearly meant they had killed and eaten somebody pretty before. Uh, so you, by the way, do you want the convolution door? 
bay doors to close. No, no, because maybe maybe there? people will come in. Oh, I see. You want more? Oh, I, I, see. I want to fight. I want a family in pajamas. So this to is walk like a so this so is early. like a timeshare meeting. You want more people to show up and not not be able to escape. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, they can't leave until they buy one of our books. Okay. Um, so but yes, yes. So the Ewoks eat people. Uh, anytime people are shocked when I say that, it's like, well, Han Solo was put over fire. Right, right. And it wasn't because they wanted to keep him warm. It was Baycon 2013, episode 309. So, that's so about 100 okay. episodes ago. Yeah, okay. but it's two years ago. And yeah, you can hear me talk ago. about the Han Solo Hot Pocket theory. Yes. Yes. Which he was. <laughs> well, if you read the extended universe, some of the extended universe. Oh, you which, mean legends. legendary? No, uh, is it legend or legacy? What do they call it? No, it's legends. Le- legends. I know because my Star Wars craft books, so all my Star Wars books are, are now, now leg- <laughs> legend, legend crafts. But they're non-fiction. So, wait, wait a minute. There was a time when your crafts book. No, I did look that up on Amazon and saw that it's a legend. Yeah. But like at some point, your crafts were canon. But here's the funny <laughs> thing. That's awesome. No, Akbar is actually made with a tissue paper roll. No, no, no. So the funny thing is I was never allowed to put EU characters, expanding universe characters, in any of my books. So that only – that like Legends thing is only supposed to be for EU. It's not supposed to be for Saga characters. And Saga characters means – I guess that's what they're using. Well, they use Saga now in terms of the Skywalker story. Right. Uh, and then they use Anthology right, for, for the upcoming spinoffs. For Rogue One, for Rogue and, One. and whatever and Han the next Solo one's going to be. Is a, is an anthology Han Solo. because he's yeah. last, his last name's not Skywalker. Yeah. So if it's not, if it wasn't more confusing before, because it used to be very straightforward that EU expanded universe was not canon, and anything in the movies was canon, and then I believe Clone Wars, the animated series, was canon because yeah, George Rebels. worked on it, but like video games, comics, and books were not. So that's why, but it was easy to understand that. Now, because Disney's involved, they changed all the terminology. And I just wrote an article about this on CNET about because Kathleen Kennedy revealed this in a Costco magazine uh, that, of all places. Because we all subscribe don't, to Costco. Don't, don't just sci fi it's, it's the freebie you get at Costco. It's no, a we're magazine. Not, yeah. no, so everybody, there's like millions of people that read this magazine apparently because they're bored in line. And so, or they're waiting to, you know, get their 20 There's someone at the back bag. of the store who hands it out. <laughs> yeah, at yeah, first yeah. I thought you said born in line. And I was like, yeah, Maybe. I can That's that. happened Maybe. too. Maybe, yeah. 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 Costco's like the DMV, but you get exactly. better stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, toilet paper. Um, but yeah, so I wrote a story about this. And I was like, when I was reading it, and I worked at Lucasfilm for 10 years. And when I was reading it, I'm like, what a load of malarkey this is. Like, I mean, I cannot believe that they come up with these terms that no one's going to remember. I guarantee you journalists won't. And so it's just going to be constantly rehashed in blogs where people are like going to get confused saga because saga was always supposed to be mm-hmm. all of the movies and it wasn't referring to Skywalker. It was just referring to the movies because mm-hmm. there's more stories than just Luke's yeah. and Anakin's. And so it's, it's just going to be interesting to see how fans... Fans may not care at this point. They may just be like, give us all the new stuff. They may not care about how do you, terminology. How do you stand on the machete order? On the machete order, what's yeah. that? You've never heard of the machete order? No, it's tell four me. or five. Uh, no, it's it's you watch the, you watch yeah. the the series four five, five two, two three six. six. You don't watch one at all because it's the four or five is leads up to the exposure the ex, the revelation that Darth is Luke's father. Then you get the flashback to Darth's origin, and then mm-hmm. you get six, which is the saving of Darth. And, and episode, episode one adds nothing, nothing to, to any information of the story. that you need. 
Well, it kind of does because then you find out that Jar Jar is responsible for all the wars. Which I totally believe. Yes. Right. I, I, so, I, which was Lucas's plan all along. If and the more, Darth built I feel like if C-3PO. you're kind of a military historian, you would want to know why these wars were happening and they could just blame everything on Jar Jar. And also, I'm a big fan of Palpatine. So I like to see. <laughs> I am. I, cause I like to look at it like if, if like modern day politics. Yeah. He is a modern day politician in the sense that he knows how to make, it's like House he of Cards. He's the Donald Trump of the Star if, Wars if universe. Not, no, 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 no. No, that's Jar Jar. <laughs> no, okay. I, I feel like more like if you watch, if you watch that show House Misa of Cards. gonna build a wall. If you watch, um, House of Cards. Yes. And then think of Phantom Menace as House of Cards. Because it is mostly Senate stuff. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you're then, on the podcast. You blow my mind and make me rethink things. Right. You know my prejudices. Right. Why, I mean, I mean, I, I, everybody. I mean, I grew up with Star Wars, and everyone so adamantly hates uh, Jar Jar. Jar Jar, and I, I was one of them. But then when Clone Wars happened, I really loved what they did with Jar Jar in that because they really made him kind of like the Jerry Lewis mm-hmm. of. Star Wars, where he's the slapstick. He's kind of like the Dick Van Dyke falling down the stairs guy. Like, he has to be the comic relief. But when you see him in Clone Wars, he, like, stops assassinations by being an idiot. Yeah. Like, he's basically he's the He's trying idiot. to be heroic, but at the same time, he's... like he's, he's like an annoying Forrest Gump. He's the Clouseau, maybe? <laughs> like, I... Is the Clu- uh, Clouseau? He's Actually, the Inspector Clouseau of the maybe, Star Wars Maybe, universe? yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I like to think of him as for Like, for, you know how Forrest... Yeah. Or even Homer Simpson. You know how Homer Simpson always manages to land on his feet? He always manages mm-hmm. to get promoted right. for doing horrible work. Yes. He keeps his job. Like that was like that Grimes episode where he gets the coworker who finally calls out Homer Simpson going, "Why do you how do you still have this job? Like you're a freaking idiot. You got to like hang out with presidents, you got to tour in Lollapalooza, you got to go into space." Like he basically calls out anytime Homer did anything amazing in an episode. And he's like, "How? How do you afford this house?" How do you have two? Like, how do you have that car? Like, just everything real world people yeah. when watching Simpsons would say. He actually gets cut of the merchandising. Yeah, and it's like Jar Jar. It's like, how do you survive? You literally trip through that whole first battle with the Gungans. It's the whole God protects the idiots. You he know? should have died like 20 different times in that battle alone and doesn't. So I kind of feel like fate steps in. I don't know what that is in Star Wars. It's not midichlorians. The it's not the Force. Midichlorians, I just feel like are. I feel like midichlorians are like an allergen. <laughs> I like can I visualize midichlorians. Yeah. But uh, I believe J.J. Abrams promised they would not be mentioned at all. Well, J.J. wanted. Seven. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, good luck because there's a movie every year coming till we die. So I'm sure someone. No, I mean in, in his film, <laughs> that's, that's the only promise he can make. Yeah, yeah right. but they didn't really mention midichlorians through after the after, after Phantom Menace. Uh, yeah. Not really, yeah. and so. Um, but it'll be interesting to see JJ's take on it because I have mixed feelings about JJ. I mean, I liked, I'm a Star Trek fan too, and I liked certain elements of Star Trek mm-hmm. reboot that he mm-hmm. did, and then there's other elements where I'm like, why did you make Uhura a nagging girlfriend? Like, well, there's that. As we've, as we've learned. And what and do we need as a bikini scene for? We're not really fans if we're not hate watching the things we love. That, that is true. It's yeah. like Will Wheaton always says the way you define a geek is it's not what you love, it's how you love it. And I think what defines you as a fangirl or a fanboy, it's not what you love, it's how you hate it. Or no, it's not what you hate. It's how, how loud you, you hate it. There we go. 
I knew it was some combination of hate and loud. Uh, because every time hate I write, leads to suffering. Well, it's funny. I write more. I write more Star Wars articles for CNET and Playboy than I ever did for StarWars.com, and I was there as a senior editor for ten years. And now it's like I don't have anyone telling me what I can and cannot write about. Oh, okay. awesome. So the, I mean, I have to like back up facts. I have to be like a real journalist, not a blogger necessarily, where I just write up stuff yeah, for traffic. I think. Where I just make up stuff to get traffic numbers, which is primarily 90% of blogs that you yeah. read. Whenever they Quick do the paid. rumor oh, it's, mill. It's what we do, yes. When they do rumor mill stuff and movies, are like, oh my God, we're Christ- Christopher Walken finally be in Star Wars. Say like, what you want, that. but I make like $2 <laughs> a month off of that. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's Skittles money. That's, you don't want to say, mm, say no to that. Rainbow. You don't want to say no to that. Anyway, so I'm already derailing your podcast. I have a feeling you have a whole schedule. No, 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 this, this is, is the way this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're right on the tracks. <laughs> oh, great. You're, you're headed right so, for the Wait, yard. when you say I'm right on the tracks, you mean like tied you're, up no, to yeah, the I, I, railroad no, tracks? I, I, no, you're the no. engineer. Dudley do right. Yeah. We're just sitting on the coal box. You're the light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> and, and oh, there's a wall. So uh, I'm basically <laughs> Roadrunner with like a spelunking exactly, hat. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I was going to uh, yes. I will go back to to your work. So, which yes. is you've got some books coming out. So which, let's Yeah, out. so they're not legacy books. No. So <laughs> my point was is that I was never allowed to do any EU stuff in my books and I've done Star Extended Wars. Extended universe. I, yeah, so I did Star Wars craft book, uh you can draw Star Wars, uh draw Star Wars Clone Wars. I guess Clone Wars is sort of considered expanded universe, but I guess it depends who you talk to. We were always taught it was canon at Lucasfilm because George's hands uh, were all over it. Officially in, uh, because I think it's Marvel in the first issue of Shattered Empire. Yeah. Did the timeline, or maybe it's Aftermath, that they have a timeline and they include Clone Wars and they include Rebels. Yeah, and when and I say, say Clone when I when, yeah, well, Rebels is obviously included because it's a Disney property, but um, I, when I say Clone Wars, I mean Filoni's, not Gendy Tartakovsky's, which, were, which was also very good, but that only was for, I think, two seasons, maybe one season. Uh. But that was once David Filoni... And uh, Lucasfilm or George Lucas's Clone mm-hmm. Wars animated series began. That one was kind of erased from the storyline, even though it's a cool storyline and there's cool. Okay, comp- Dis- Disney's not making a, a distinction. That was pre Disney. That was George's decision. So oh, yeah. uh, once Disney came along, they canceled Clone Wars, which I personally yes. think was a mistake. It was an Emmy award winning show. Yeah, it was very expensive to make, which is probably why it was canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a glorious show, and I, I loved everything about it. And I I don't hate the Rebels. I actually like Star Wars Rebels, but I was still kind of angry, like fangirl angry. <laughs> well, they're, they're tying the whole thing Clone in Wars. together with Ashoka showing up in Rebels. No, it's and I, I'm glad she's showing up because yeah. she is one of my favorite characters, and I do and I do love how they did her story in Clone Wars. So I'm glad that she's and I'm glad that original trilogy actors are mm-hmm. being brought into Rebels as well. Like we get to see Lando right. and his swagger. And we get to see Vader. And it's cool how they're implementing that. So I, I hope that that keeps going because um, as much as adult Star Wars fans like like to just debate about everything Star Wars and what's new that's coming up, we have to remember this is a property for that kids should enjoy too. And they should have new characters and new things to look mm-hmm. forward to, not just rehash what we love. But we have to learn to share. 
<laughs> which was always learn- which okay. was always Mark Hamill's argument about Jar Jar. Yeah, was that was created for kids. And oh, and kids love him. I mean, uh, yeah. when I was a kid, everyone was harping on the Ewoks until yeah. I kept reminding them that Ewoks eat people. But and they then kept, we love that they kept harping and they're like, oh, they're just little teddy bears for marketing, blah blah blah. And now and then the same thing would happen with Jar Jar. But when I would do uh, panels like this and kids would be in the audience, I would always do the raise your hand of who loves Jar Jar, and the adults would be like all surly and angry. But every single kid would raise their hand and they and would they say, were, and now let's crush your and, soul. Well, no, mm-hmm. and now those kids are teenagers. Yeah. So they are now moving on with their fandom, and they have so many fandoms to choose from now. I mean. Yeah. It's a great era to be a geek because we're so spoiled. We get all of our favorite stuff now on movies, TVs, video games, comics, and role-playing games and all that stuff. So now it's like it's we're very, very lucky people that we get to choose from sci-fi and fantasy and horror and whatever we want. Have you played with the Disney Infinity stuff? I haven't yet. Oh, it's, you should. It's, I want to because I have a lot of friends that do it and they really love the, the Star the Wars stuff is stuff. pretty. Awesome. I don't know Star how much Wars. longer they're going to do that. Do the discount on the uh, Rise of the Empire set, but it's ten dollars cheaper okay. right now. Yeah. So. So we'll see. I mean, I'm not doing any new fighting Lego. I'm not <laughs> doing any new Star Wars books uh, right now because it's a little more complicated with mm-hmm. Disney in the mix, um, and I'm trying to do more of a mixture of original mm-hmm. content that I come up with so I can get this thing called royalties. Um, <laughs> and then Skittles money. I know. And then other franchises I want to work with. So right now I'm working on a proposal for a Doctor Who craft book. I'm actually done with Ooh. it. My, my agent's passing it around. Um, and I want to do a kaiju craft book. And kaiju's like Godzilla, Ultraman, monsters, things like that. Giant yeah. monsters and um, robots. And right now I'm doing an adult craft book for Cork Publishing called Crafting with Feminism. So it's kind of like a tongue in cheek riot girl fem- feminist craft book. Uh, for dudes can have it too. It's not like it's because your website, by the way, hating. is girl dot com. G R R L. Yeah, I got that, and uh, I had a zine in the early '90s. For those of you who don't know what zines are, the, the print magazines you make yourself. I sometimes I have to. Explain. No, no, I know. It's just I. Like, it's no, like, like, what's a zine? It's like we used to be a web zine yeah. in 2001, right. and now we're oh, you blog. Well, there's a lot yeah. of really well-known websites that started out as zines. Like mine is not necessarily well-known, but started out as a print zine. Boing Boing started out as a zine. Giant yeah. Robot started mm-hmm. as a zine. Um, uh, Bust Magazine, which is a glossy, started as a zine. Like a lot of these yeah. things, that's what they start. Bantha Tracks was a zine for a while, and then it became. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Star Wars Insider kind of got Banthature. Anyway, so everyone had a zine, and if you're a fan of something in the 80s and 70s and even earlier, everyone had a fanzine of whatever they loved. Yeah. So uh, I had a point. Uh, oh, yeah, so you're, girl.com no. was from that Riot Girl movement. I just want to make sure the listeners can find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. Do you get confused with grl.com and grrrl.com? So three R's is Riot Girl. That's a political okay. movement. That's a feminist political movement. Two R's I coined in a Wired article when I was writing for Wired in the early 90s as a girl that's into online, st- internet, online, more of a geeky girl uh-huh. and then it just took off like wildfire and everyone used it. Do you it. all cross link in case they're in the wrong one? No. I mean and then I have to be careful because girl.com used to be a porn site so oh. when I would do interviews uh. I had to be very careful and make sure that they knew like job I'm interviews. I'm looking for Bonnie but I can't find her. No. My, one of my first job interviews when I came out well I came out here for At Home Network 
Uh, I was based in Boulder, Colorado, and then I had friends that did startups in the original startup phase in the 90s, and it was a Will Hurst online company. It was cable internet, first cable internet. And I remember I was talking to my boss, and he was like, so what do you do, this website, girl.com? I'm like, yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. And I went off on how it was a zine for, it was an online site for women and men to talk about geeky stuff and also just see what I was up to in my writing. And I had a vlog before there were vlogs. Like, it was, I think, real media. I don't know if you remember real media. Yeah, I'm yeah. really, I do. I do. this is like yeah. oh, no, old-timey podcast time. I, I had to put special plugins into our website disc. to play them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. So anyway, so I had to be very careful and, and let them know that it's G-R-R-L, not G-R-L, because then they would go to a porn site and go, oh, so that's who we hired. That so. Bonnie doesn't look at all like the Bonnie I talked to. I know, yeah. so I had to be careful about that. But yeah, three hours is usually the Riot Girl movement, and that's kind of what the craft book's about. So it's supposed to be like, right. you know, like a, a showing how to make an apron that says, you know, uh, riots before diets. You know, and then I have a giant um, uterus pillow that you can hug. It's like this giant fleece uterus, and then I've always the, wanted one of those because it's like has little arms. You know, like a uter- I don't yes. know how familiar you are with arm. female anatomy, but the uterus <laughs> looks like yeah. it has arms. And uh, look like flowers. There's a pocket for a hot water bottle, so when you have cramps, wow. you can hug it. But oh. I, I still think it's kind of. Can we break for just a second, please? I can't remember your name. Jackie Cation. Jackie because Jackie is in our audience, and you were phenomenal yesterday as she does stand-up comedy. She doesn't just do stand-up comedy. She's no. like, is comedy. Like, but, you're a, they're a comedy superstar. <laughs> that was, that was, that was uh, probably the most entertaining uh, comedy I've seen at any convention. I also have a podcast. I know. She has, what's the name of your podcast again? The Dork Forest. The Dork, the Dork Forest. Forest. Yeah. 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 She did the Halftime Masquerade. Yeah. Right. Oh, no. no, it's like, I mean, when you, when you say feminism, people don't really know what to say about that because they think, oh, God, political, political. And it's really not. Like, I grew up as a feminist, and I grew up in the middle of Kansas with, like, kind of a hippie mom and a cowboy dad. And um, it was the 80s, 70s and 80s. And 70s was very big for feminism. Gloria yeah. Steinem was kind of like the icon of that. But for me, feminism was Princess Leia. So for the long time, it was like she saves the boys. She can shoot better than they can. Yeah. She's in charge of a whole rebel, like, terrorist unit. Well, everyone no. <laughs> forgets that she strangled Jabba while she was in that I bikini. never forget that because yeah. the problem with the, the bikini situation <laughs> with feminists is they think, oh, you're objectifying the body. Well, yeah, because Jabba the Hutt wasn't there to, like, be PC. Right, he was not. Yeah. <laughs> He was there like... He was the bad example of which we can... Girls! I mean, he was basically pre-Sopranos, right? So it was like, he's a gangster. He's not going to be there to empower women. He's clearly there to objectify. But she took back her own. I mean, it was like a mini bada-bing strip joint. (laughs) Yeah, right, right, right. Right? Because they're dancers. And if he doesn't like their dancers, they're Rancor Monster Snacks. So, I mean, he wasn't really there to make you feel empowered. But the cool thing was where all the boys were off fighting with their lightsabers and blasters, all she had was a very uncomfortable metal bikini and a chain. And she killed the number one head of the gangster. I mean, she's... She should be working for, like, the CIA of... Or the MI6 of, you know, the Star Wars universe because she is amazing fighter and she's just like the skinny little thing I and she's like a- the alias character oh my in god the- i know right she should be like it should be like agents of shield or alias she, or by the way i don't know what it went for but they did just uh auction off yes the did bikini. it finally auction because i know the auction was happening but i didn't know if they it was just for the metal bits because all the fabric had apparently dissipated yeah 
Yeah, yeah if you know anything about the costumes, like uh, at Lucasfilm, they have the Lucasfilm archive, and it's in this barn, and it's like all the actual costumes, actual blasters. I mean, the coolest thing is they have all the costumes, but not the Bob Mackie gowns, but all the costumes from the Star Wars Holiday Special. And so, no, that didn't happen. Oh, it did. I'm a big fan of the Star Wars <laughs> Holiday Special. That's what I actually start fans. I start people who've never seen Star Wars off on that. Because it only gets better. Only get better. <laughs> only get better. Yeah, right. only get be better. Center the whole thing. Yeah, and in my house, it was like a Christmas tradition to watch it. And when I started at Lucasfilm, I made everyone watch it every Christmas. Like I would take, a, I would get a conference <laughs> to room. pay for their sins. <laughs> no, because I was like, you need to watch this because a lot of fans make fun of it or refer to it. And I was a big proponent of if you work at a company that's an entertainment company, you better know your product. I mean, that should be with any company. That's true. And I would like be like you can't just watch the saga movies you have to watch battle from indoor you have to watch the boba fett cartoon is how we got introduced oh, to boba fett part. and that was star star wars holiday special yeah. and there's moments in the star wars holiday special that span off spin span off different like eu yeah and there's references that you need to know and so i even if it's you think it's bad you still have to watch it you can't pretend it didn't happen i know but not annually as a family nobody's gonna come over you can't be like a holocaust denier when it comes to star wars <laughs> holiday special like it exists okay, <laughs> okay i think maybe there's... we just we we just top rick uh I mean, <laughs> that's I'm not gonna saying. get cut out I'm just saying, I'm just saying the holiday special does exist no matter how much you don't want it to. And oh, no, no, I'm happy that it did. Okay. I was just for years bitter because I'd had jazz band rehearsal and missed it in the days before Aww. Oh, yeah, same here. But, uh, but Rick gave it to me and then I tried to show it to my children one I, Christmas and they said... What is this? Uh, they, big yeah. Star Wars fans, got through... Yeah, eight minutes, and that that was kind of them. And then but said, see, "Dad, they, it's too weird." They didn't Let's come watch from Doctor they Who. didn't come from that era where almost every show at that time there yes. was a variety hour show. So yes. there was yeah. the Mandrell sisters, Sunny and Cher had. Oh one. no, I was going to say, all had "Shut up!" You're watching the Brady Variety Hour. Yeah, Dolly Parton had one, and then you have the Carol Burnett show, which was skit based, which yeah. had this kind yes. of and the same actors were in it. Like I kind of wish Carol Burnett had been in the Star Wars Holiday. That special. would have been better than B. Arthur. No, nothing is ever better than B. <laughs> yeah, Arthur. Yeah, you shut your mouth rick i'm oh, gonna say man. respect the wrong with i you? can't walk two steps it's like you guys exploding uteruses <laughs> and a b arthur hater i just i don't I'm even, a Carol i can't Burnett. look at you <laughs> Backer. Look at you. How could you like dismod like that? What's wrong with you? Dismod. Dismod. Uh, oh so we'll God. make you watch the Paul, Lind, the Paul Lind Halloween special, Rick. You know All what? Right. By the way, I wanted to bring this up. Someone on Twitter tried to start a petition that instead we have talk like Pirate Day, we have talk like Paul Lind Day. That I would could be. totally do that. And only like half, none of the millennials got it. Like no one that's under the age of forty on Twitter got that joke. But I was like, I am totally down with talking like Paul Lynn. I'm I'm down with it. All right. He was always a Hollywood square. For those of you listening right. who don't know who Paul Lynn is, you're in for a treat. So just Google Paul Lynn or looking up on YouTube. A few years ago, someone gave me the Paul Lynn Halloween special, and it's so an good. interesting trivia question. Because Kisses it's, on that. It's Kiss's first television appearance. Yes. They do three songs. Yes. And Margaret Hamilton came back and. Played Played the Wicked Witch. Yes, for the last time. Yes, it's any. Yeah, the it's Paul a Paul, Paul, Paul Lynn, Lynn. And it's a and the DVD is a bad. I mean, no, it's, it's on YouTube. Just go to YouTube. Okay, there, I mean, there's no way you can get this DVD unless you go into the weird DVD section. No, it's on of Amazon. Cons. It's an it's an Amazon. Is it really? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Because that's how somebody gave it to me. They found it and they said, I, "Strangely," and I went, "You know well, me." Well, I collect. I collect Christmas. <laughs> I wait for the Blu-ray. I collect Christmas. That and, will, won't help. I collect Christmas and Halloween specials. 
that you can't get anywhere else. And I, my favorite Christmas special was the Pee Wee Herman Christmas special because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. everyone's on it that shouldn't be on it. Grace Jones is on yeah. it. Yes. And I think... Oh, Pee Wee. Doesn't Madonna show up? I feel like Madonna shows up. I don't up. remember. I don't know. I know Cher does because, I mean, was, I can have on, Cher. It was back on Netflix last Christmas. So I Well, there's a Christmas website I remember that linking just, it in Facebook yeah. as being there's, on Netflix. There's a Christmas website that you can go to and it's every Christmas and it's only on during the month of December. And all they do, it's a TV, and they play Christmas specials 24 hours in this little tiny TV. Uh, that It's just it's a website you can go to, and they always play Christmas specials from the 70s and 60s and 80s. And it's just like, or Christmas episodes of your favorite sitcom. So Christmas episode of Facts of Life, Christmas episode of Different Strokes. Christmas episode I, of I, Barney Miller. I, like, it's just like, uh, there was, you know, every every show has a Christmas episode. I so. have this horrible desire now to create a Fanboy Planet Christmas you show. You should. We've been talking about doing something. And, uh, and we'll, and we'll, we have we'll special guests coming just, in. Just be sure to throw in like a Hanukkah Harry moment. Oh, absolutely, because you have to. Maybe a Kwanzaa Ken. I don't know. Uh, I think puppets on an audio a podcast. A life, life day Larry. <laughs> Yeah. Um, speaking of your crafts, that's right. You brought a craft oh, for I us. A great visual demonstration for back. our audio podcast yeah, of some of Bonnie's work. No, no, I'm excited because here. I'm so excited. You have a Doctor Who craft book because my son well, would not go. A, it's not official. No, I, I hope that it, I hope yeah. that it sells because my son would go nuts. Well, it's that. like as a crafter, I, there's certain craft books I'd really like to make that only I would buy. Like I would love, a, I would love a, a Twin Peaks craft book, and so I'm. I think people would buy. I'm that. I'm trying to get the proposal ready for that, so when you know there's more buzz about the Showtime thing, because we're not going to see it till 2017. I know, so. but, there's a, but there's a lot of fandom buzz. And right I was now, a big know. fan of the Log Lady, and she just I know. died. I, I was going to. <clears> yeah, she that. just yeah, died Catherine this week. Passed away last week. Yeah. And so I wrote a tribute to her on CNET.com that you can look up uh, oh, cool. from last week, and because I would always dress up as the Log Lady for Halloween. Awesome. And, but the older you get, the less people know Twin Peaks, so they just thought I was stealing firewood. Like, they just thought, what's wrong? Why does Bonnie look like a librarian and why is she stealing somebody firewood? Somebody mistake that for Ren and Stimpy, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's Log. Log, yeah. log it's Toy. Log. Oh, yeah. yeah, so anyway. So I brought my Admiral Sackbar puppet that I made in the craft room when I did my craft tutorial earlier at, at this con. But his hands get, get the crinkling off? paper oh, yeah. closer to the microphone. There you go. Yeah. And I need, uh, there we go. And I'll take a shot of it because this is going out. Yeah. It's too much sack bar. Too close. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. It's a trap. It's a trap. And so anyway, he's missing his hands because they came off because I was using kids' craft glue and not like the toxic stuff. Um, but anyway, this is a second iteration of him. The first original Admiral Sackbar that's in the craft book that I wrote is uh, with Bill Prady who does Big Bang Theory and, and, Muppets. Sh- and Muppets. And so I give him, every time he invites me to his fancy cocktail party at Comic-Con San Diego every year, I give him a present. So last so last year I gave him Admiral Sackbar. This year um, I do crafts on Disney.com as well. And um, I did a series of Muppet crafts when uh, the previous Muppet movie came out. They mm-hmm. hired me, commissioned me to do crafts, and I made Beaker and Honeydew Spoon Puppets. Um, nice. So if you go on Disney.com, you'll see them. But I gave them to Bill Prady and his, uh, sh- his uh, show partner on the Muppets, each a puppet. So they have them on their desks. At uh, They say they have them on their desks. I hope they have them on their desks. I don't mm-hmm. – it's, it's so funny. Like, uh, I want – I hope that maybe Admiral Sackbar shows up on Big Bang Theory for no apparent reason. That would be amazing. But in the meantime, I make this craft because it's an easy bag puppet craft and kids – 
like to do bag puppets. So, mm-hmm. and then earlier I did an R two D two pin craft um, at this convention, convention, which is also on Disney dot com. But I like to do puppets because I used to make puppets all the time at my desk when I was like bored or frustrated or angry. Mm-hmm. So it's like angry. I have a series of angry puppets. <laughs> it's just like because it's a good thing to do something with your hands, so you're not writing angry emails to your boss that you accidentally send. So I feel like crafting it's more, hands aren't strangling hands. Ha- yeah, well, it used wow. to. It used to be wow. we were told if you ever, and this is with anyone who has a boss or a supervisor that's just your coworkers that are just irritating. If they write these dumb emails that you're just like, oh, why are they? Why do we have these email threads? It's so stupid. Instead of responding like you want to respond, we were always told, well, walk around the campus, like go outside and walk. Yeah. But then I would just angry walk to Starbucks, get angry lattes get angry <laughs> caffeinated and then get angrier because and then I had more energy and more caffeine and you you run a conversation in your head constantly of what you want to say and perfect you know bon mm-hmm. mots and like all this stuff and then of course I was like oh well if I craft then maybe maybe the glitter and googly eyes will like subdue my anger <laughs> And then also when you make puppets, it's like fun and they look funny and you kind of get a sense of humor from it. Right. So it's therapy. So that's your therapy moment on the podcast. So Rick has been uh, tearing tickets. He hasn't We been, have a tradition. I keep thinking you're tearing your pants. Like it's like a... What? <laughs> I'm losing weight right do now. It, so. Do it again. Do it in front of the microphone oh, yeah, where sure. you're tearing a ticket. It sounds like you just ripped your pants. Does it? That, my pants are not paper. Paper. <laughs> it, it, I don't they know. They look paper thin. But we have a tradition of giving things away at our yeah, podcast. So we, we just handed out coupons to all the uh, members in the audience. And we asked Bonnie to draw okay. a hopefully matching number. Okay. And, and just as before she announces the number, it's a, we, have, we give away, usually yeah, so it, it's got? books. We have one Star Wars related here. We have, yep. uh, Tarkin. We have Tarkin. Oh, that's a good book. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, we, that's a new Tarkin. Yeah, it's, yes, it, that, that is. This is this is canon. This is new canon. This is canon. Yes. So that's not legends, but it's also not. Con- Here's the thing, though, because we have all these new terms now that Lucasfilm wants us to use with everything. So, like it's so, if it's a Star Wars story, it's, it's anthology. It's, no, no, no. No, that's it's a, saga. No, no, saga. No, but is this this is anthology? If no, it's, it's a, a spinoff. It's, it's a novel. If it's a spinoff, then it's anthology. Uh-huh. So it used to be canon or not canon. Now it's saga. So, so anthology and I don't know miscellaneous and legends Jar Jar no, again and Jar Jar <laughs> the, yeah. I don't know um, no reckoning. so so Tarkin counts as anthology does it okay yeah, would it be because he's not I, a Skywalker they're just using the anthology term for the movies they're not they've got a, they, I think, they have a number but, of young adult books and they don't they don't brand them as anthology they're all part of well, well they're branding that as Journey to Journey the, the Force Ford. Awakens yeah so, yeah, so. some of these things but are just marketing terms but then is supposed to be no no anthology is supposed to be a Star Wars story right so like so the, if it's not more Han confusing Solo is anthology <laughs> Young Somebody's asleep at the wheel. This is, this is a New York Times bestselling author. That's the only marketing Here's there. a joke on that. You want to hear a joke on that? Yes. Sure. If Star Wars is in the title of your book and it's official book, it's going to be a New York bestseller. Best yeah. All of them are. Yes. All of them are. So it's like even the crappy ones were New York Times bestsellers because they had Star Wars in the title and people... Bought it. Right. Fans are just so eager for any kind of new stories, new any with any characters. They want something new. You're right. And that was that was the controversy with the most recent novel because people are like, how dare Aftermath. you put gay yes, we, main we characters? Yes, we talked about that. Yeah. And it's like, come on. I was more annoyed what, by the by the, thought, set, by the present tense. Well, yeah. if you thought if you thought C three PO was straight, you're kidding yourself. But 
I try not to think about it at all. I'm just saying. On that, on that note, <laughs> what else do we have to give away? Okay, and it's no offense to anyone. It's just no, destroyed. No, know? there's um, nothing wrong with that. And uh, I like have, to believe that, um, you know, Lando is equal opportunity for both sexes. So sure. I, just, I don't know. With that much swagger. That makes, yeah, no, absolutely. That, that makes perfect sense. When you sense. have that much swagger and sex appeal, you he's can't the, keep it to the, one gender. He's the Captain Jack rude. of the Star Wars universe. No, he's we, the yeah. prince of the Star Wars yeah. universe. We have uh, Abomination by Gary Whitta, who is the screenwriter of Book of Eli. Yeah. Uh, we have an anthology here, uh, a, a preview, The Call to Adventure from uh, Orbit Books. Uh, a, a sampler of first comics, first issues. Which is all uh, not great first titles. Image first, not actually went first. Oh, here, first let me comics. see that. Okay. It's got Saga in there. It's and got, there's a Star Wars yeah. Del Rey sampler as well. Uh, the key here is also I have three novels from uh, from a local author, Jason, uh, Jason Beamer, uh, Rogue's Curse, which is... Uh, of the Rogue Prophet series, Rogue's Curse and Rogue's Paradise, and a horror novel called uh, Nether, which he gave me an extra copy so of So I would for say myself. we have to give the two connected books out as one prize. Oh, I, I think so. Yeah. I think definitely. So. Oh, do you want me to read the ticket? So read, read the, the ticket, ticket number now. And the winner gets to their choice of what's up here. Okay, so it's the, t- the winning ticket is 359742. Three, there you go. Oh, our very first audience Jason, member. don't take your own book. Okay, it's yeah, so Jason good. Beamer is here. But it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rogue's Curse and Rogue's He's taking Paradise, Tarkin. another are all uh, that's, available. It's as really I good. That Tarkin book is really good. I read that like as soon as I got it. It was like a weekend read. Oh, good. Yeah. So hold on to your tickets because we'll go, be going we'll to the pile. One more. And now that we've had that pause, I will say. Did you want to keep your ticket for scrapbooking needs? <laughs> Or something. He's Frame got it. he's got the reciprocal tickets. Or yes. I can put my fingerprints all over it. You can murder someone and then leave it right on the body, and then I'll be blamed. People never think of that. I know. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, you know, uh, from personal <laughs> experience, I know most of these police they say th- fingerprints well, no, are just, very hard to. I, actually I just pull. got done binge watching Murder She Wrote on Netflix, like all fifteen seasons or whatever. So I was just like, I'm now sorry. I know. No, no, no. Don't be sorry. It's great. So I honestly know how to kill all of you and get away with it. So in different ways. First of all, not in this room now. (laughs) And by the way, now that you've said it, you'll be the first we look to. Well, there is a great Agatha Christie uh, short story about a voice actor that gets killed on a radio show from the 1930s. It's a pro mystery. And they show how you can kill someone during a live radio performance. Which is what podcast is very much like old time radio. So I feel like I, a, I am very qualified to, very, I, with an audience. I want to remind you. I want to remind you that up front you said you liked us. So. <laughs> but speaking of, of radio, I don't know if it's on the recording. But <laughs> we should point out for the audience that Derek is sporting a thematic stand up stand up so everyone yeah. can see a very. Uh, it's a very Star Wars. It's it's. It's uh, it's slightly ships, subtle. Ships in in flight. Uh, available at uh, Elias and Company in California Adventure. And, and I'm wearing. Oh, the, okay. I'm wearing the Han Solo T-shirt, which is available at uh, Star Traders in Disneyland. Yes. Yes. So yes. the Han and Solo you're, and outfit. And you're wearing socks. One of you's wearing Star Wars I am, socks. I am wearing Storm. I mean, I'm sure socks. you're wearing socks. I'm, but, I'm, yeah. I'm wearing unmentionable. I'm wearing. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, boxers match. Uh, it's true. Uh, and the Star the Stormtrooper socks were available at Target because uh, they're like the, the grand central they now are. Oh, yeah. of Star Wars stuff. I, I it's remember astounding fight, to me. I remember fighting because uh, I, I fought with a husky boy over a shirt. That might have been me. 
husky <laughs> children's husky fits me really well. Oh no! Uh, no, no. So, but I it, well, it's hard because to you have to oh me totally okay. Just I mean, I, the guy it's so sad. Like I remember when uh, and I I didn't go to Force Friday this time around for like when you're at Toys R Us at midnight and then you storm the aisles to get all the toys. But I've been at Target where I go down the start like the Star Wars section of Target and the toys section, and I used to load up my cart with stuff, and just little boys would look at me like, oh my. Does You're that, the one. Do I get to do that as an adult? Like, exactly. Cause, <laughs> exactly. You know, because usually little kids get in, little boys and little girls, like we did, we were allowed one action figure a year. Yeah. Right? Because I came from parents who actually had to make a living doing real work and they were, there was no lots of toys situation. Right. Unless you got to play like, unless you, at the playground it was different. It was like all, it was like world champion poker with action figures. Like instead of jacks and marbles, like we would all... Right. Like, but it would be double dog dare situations. It would never yeah. be cards. It would be like, I dare you to do this. And if you do it, you get an action figure. You might get expelled, but you get the Han Solo action figure. Worth it. Yeah. So I just, I just to see these kids eyes. And of course it's even creepier because I don't have children. So I'm like the adult with But they the, don't know that. I mean, I could probably kidnap so many children in Target, but. I, I can't tell you how many toys I have bought. "Quote unquote" for my son that, oh, right. that he doesn't know. I, I can't have. use the excuse. I have a dog. I have a dog. I mean, my action figures would just end up in her stomach. So it's like, but it's just so sad when you go through a, a toy store and as an adult, you're still a kid. So you get to buy everything you didn't get to buy as a kid. But then you see actual kids look at you like, "What are you? How are you? Hot? Well, yeah, can I like, come to your house? To like, hell with driving. I want to be able to buy all the action figures when I'm an adult. And I usually buy the last one of something." So it's a kid who's been probably saving oh. his monthly allowance, and he has to make a choice. It's a life lesson. He has, so to, make, basically, he has to make a Sophie's choice in the like the toy <laughs> aisle. You've, you've just established your evil bona fides, I which know. means that we are not getting out of this podcast alive, are we? <laughs> <laughs> so You're just laying the groundwork. Not only am I uh, telling you, I, I could kill you, I will kill you because I have no conscience. <laughs> I'm basically, I'm like, I'm basically like everybody's house cat because if cats were <laughs> cats were big they would kill us so if they were like lion size they would kill us all Neil but Gaiman because they're that. tiny they realize they can't get away with it they can't they'll eat us after we die but oh, they can't yeah. actually kill us yet but on that note it's time for another drawing <laughs> oh, yes please and as Sorry. we talk about making <laughs> your podcast go super dark and what's the number okay so the number is three five nine seven four zero there you go all right Yay. second pull so take your pick. It's exciting. Take your pick. Da, 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 da. Pass this on to someone who needs to walk. There you go. Yeah. The image Three first. More comics. The image first. All right. Terrific. Cool. Do we want to do some TV news comics? Uh, do we have well, anything we have to? Well, uh, Bonnie wanted to talk. I, there's two topics I want to get to. Bonnie wanted to talk about Squirrel Girl, which yeah. I yeah. just said, you know, is sure. getting its relaunch. Thank heavens. Uh, you know, love that book. So. Oh, I just want to mention, I'm friends with Felicia Day, the actress that was on uh, uh, Everything. Like she's yes. <laughs> well, she's Charlie on Supernatural right. more recently. Doctor but she was on Eureka. Blog. She's on Doctor Horrible Sing Along Blog. She's uh, and on she's Eureka. a geek goddess. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know who the she guild. is. She, the Guild. Yeah. The Guild, and she uh, created Geek and Sundry. Right, and, and just released her book. I'm actually on a show with her that's going to air tonight. We have our own Google Plus drunk hangout. <laughs> it's called Vaginal Fantasy Romance Book Club Show, and we have it's like a real book club where it's easy to. Most 
most of us don't read the book. No, it's it's a real book club where you get it, it's on Goodreads too. You can find us on Goodreads as a group. Um, but if you go to youtube.com slash vaginal fantasy, it's not porn. Uh, we basically read uh, romance books and erotica that have monsters in it, Cthulhu, sci-fi, fantasy, just weird stuff. Like during Jurassic Park or Jurassic World, I did dinosaur erotica. Episode. Which I recently discovered yes. existed, so, yeah. and I'm just sort of still. Which is and they sell in amazing amounts. They're they mostly make, short oh, stories. They're mostly well, it depends. Like if you, read, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> you always know more than you should, Rick. Yeah, <laughs> I'm actually kind of just impressed. a little too much. For, I just look at the covers and go, "What the hell?" Yeah. Oh, the covers are great. The covers are great because you know the models that took those pictures had no idea they were going to end up on that <laughs> cover. Raptor. They thought they were going to have Fabio, and they ended up with yeah. a T Rex. Well, no, a lot of that. Is like uh, not Getty images, but it's whatever images you can use for free on yeah. things, and it's it's obvious. I mean, it's it's very strange. And so Nina Bangs, which is a great name, she, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure it's a, I'm sure it's a, a nom de plume. But she writes a lot of shapeshifter She's erotica. Of the Southampton Bangs. Well, it's it's like she it's almost like kind of like with the drawing that we did. I feel like she just put a bunch of characters in a bucket and then just pick stuff at random and put it in a story, which is a great writer's block trick but she does this this book series of really hot guys that are vampire hunters but they shapeshift into dinosaurs so it's actually why is that not a toy line it is it is a toy line in the eight well not, not hers. the kind of toy not hers. <laughs> not hers but in the 80s there were two different cartoons of kids that would transform animorphs. into robots right, animorphs, yeah. Yeah. All right, so it's like they're always the robot to dinosaur or to dinosaur so it exists but those books are hilarious so I picked one of those books for the month and then Taken by T-Rex was the alt yes, pick because yes. we always do an alt pick for fast readers who want two books a month and that's only 17 pages <laughs> yeah they're short oh my God. it's a dollar I think it's 99 cents but I also got the audio book wait a minute someone's getting Skittles money for this crap no, oh no 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 <laughs> but the great thing this about- is not Skittles money people are making millions of I'm not joking when I say millions of dollars. There's two authors that do... There's one that does the billionaire boyfriend, which is a thing. That's billionaire true, true. boyfriend, vampire hunter, dinosaur, Or as we call it, the 2016 election. Yes. Uh, zing. Um, but <laughs> Sorry. They actually, that's mm-hmm. not Skittles money. They actually make real money. I'm actually considering doing this. Because oh, yeah. I'm like... <laughs> What am I doing wasting time with legit books and I could be making I could get a summer home in the Hamptons on vampire so it's dinosaur all, it's sex all on books. Sure. Then, yeah. yeah. So anyway, volume, we did Taken by volume. T-Rex and the cool, good thing about it is you can get the audiobook for $4 cuz I really wanted to know what the sounds were like. Yeah. <laughs> when you have sex with a dinosaur, like what is uh, No. What does that sound like? I can't like? unthink that now. <laughs> And the sad thing is when you get the audiobook, it just sounds like a really angry Surrey that's like nice. reading it, you know, <laughs> like someone just fed it's it a through Surrey. St- like, yeah, like too. they couldn't afford a voice but actor, so they just had it go through like a Google it's voice. It's actually a, a woman who sounds exactly yeah. like Yeah. But anyway, to get little, back to little, Squirrel Girl. No, Please. Can we, before no, we go there, no before Rick, we go, no. We're running no. out of time. Let her talk Squirrel Girl. No, no. Before we go, little consumer tip because the holidays are coming up. Oh, God, no. You may not be aware, but on Amazon, you can buy things and gift them to someone else. Yes. These are perfect things to oh, send to your friends. I, I, I swear to God, if you send it to me, we are not friends. I've yeah. always sent it to you. <laughs> no. Um, the, this, that's a really no, good idea it, for it, Secret Santa. I would contend that most of those have been gifted to somebody that's else. Yes. As, yes. A, as a veiled threat. Right. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, They're going to search your Kindle. They you know. are. They are. But I did, the reason I'm sorry. I'm like I get on tangents very easily. No, that was a good tangent. But Fali- the reason I wanted to bring up Felicia Day. So we have an episode tonight for Vaginal You're Fantasy right. Romance Book Club. We're reviewing Rue and Rose, Rosemary and Rue, which is actually a really good book. But anyway, I've heard of that. Yeah. So. Uh, Anyway, so Squirrel Girl is a character in Marvel that is pretty self-explanatory. She's a superhero type character who also looks like a squirrel, like part squirrel yeah, girl. She, oh, she was yes. originally a member of the Great, Great Lakes, Lakes oh, Avengers. Actually, originally, she was a Steve Ditko drawn Iron Man it. crossover. Really? She took yeah. down Doctor Doom in a backup story in an Iron Man yeah. animal. Well, that was whole, before Great Lakes. That was before point, Great Lakes, well, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing with Great Lakes Avengers. First of all, the real Avengers hated them because of a trademark issue. They yes. actually get bitchy about trademark, the mm-hmm. Avengers. Like, they aren't annoying enough. They're, not, yes. they're like, we well, can't name Avengers. We're the Avengers. So they call themselves Great Lake Avengers. Every comic book arc in the Great Lake Avengers, somebody in the group has to Zone. die. Yes. Yeah. So, unfortunately, Squirrel Girl loses Monkey Boy. Monkey Joe. Monkey Joe. And then she gets a new squirrel sidekick. That's yes. an actual squirrel. That's a girl. Yes. Um, so Because Monkey Joe was a, chip, was a chipmunk. Was he? Yeah, he wasn't. Oh, okay. I mean, he wasn't a monkey. That's what was weird about oh, him that's being right. called What's monkey. What's the squirrel's name? Is it, is it Skippy or something like that? Yeah, it was something like I that. I don't uh, remember. But, but the point was, oh, and they kicked. She's the one that kicked Deadpool out because mm. you do because you have to kick Deadpool yeah, out yeah. of everything. Yes, and um, and the joke was too is that she would take down these major villains that the real legit superheroes couldn't do. Did she take out Galactus? Too? She just did in her, in her book. Everybody, yeah, and they actually showed how she did it. And it was very. I, I always thought she was funny because it was always like this off-camera thing. Yeah. Someone right. would come up and say, "Thanos is is threatening yeah. Titan again." And she comes so back. She, and she'd her come hands. back going, "Yeah, I'm done." Yeah. But in in the unbeatable Squirrel Girl they're running right now, she yeah. they showed how she beat Galactus, and it was yeah. like, it was brilliant. And she's Spoiler a story. she's a great. No, I won't, but it's brilliant. Well, it's no, I like, mean it's a great character. I just wrote an SF. I wrote for SFX magazine. It's mm-hmm. a British magazine. I just did a column that should be out next month about why we need a Squirrel Girl movie or TV series. Now, here's why I'm really excited for it. So we have a Daredevil TV series from uh, Netflix. Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a Marvel. It's a great. It's a Marvel original. Great show. But we're getting Jessica Jones soon mm-hmm. with Kristen Ritter. It's going to be an, Jessica Jones is one of my favorite characters. Also, she's a very complex, misunderstood yeah. superhero because half of her career she was manipulated by Purple Man, who's this guy that could kind of Jedi mind trick you into doing anything right. he and wanted. In the show, they're calling him Kilgrave. It's uh, which is his, which is his actual name, and yeah. he's going to be played by David. David Tennant. Yeah. David Tennant's playing on the TV show, uh, which Jessica Jones is going to be. That's the next in the Marvel TV shows. Now, I'm not doing spoilers because if you know her character, she's been around forever. She's linked to Luke Cage, which right. is then the next Netflix show that's good. And they're linking all these shows together on Marvel. Um, I mean, on Netflix. So those are in the same universe. They're going to show up on each other's shows. Which we'll be talking about on my next panel, comics to TV. Right. At, but at, the uh, coolest thing ever in the comics is Luke Cage and Jessica That's Jones good. have a child. And Squirrel Girl is their nanny. Yes. <laughs> so I really want Squirrel Girl to show up on this Netflix series and I, and on I either say, shows. This will tie into one other news thing that came up this weekend. Yeah. Is, uh was announced that ABC is actually developing Damage Control mm-hmm. as a sitcom. Which is a Marvel, and it will be tied into the Marvel Universe, which is that who, clean, who cleans up after all the battles. Yeah. And yeah. Damage the Control is the, is the super speed 
cleanup crew when there's been a supervillain battle. And that's why I like Marvel now because I feel like you can jump in at any point and get connected into... It's almost like a gateway drug to other shows for Marvel. So whether it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., where it's the movies, whether it's the original Netflix TV shows, Mm -hmm. whether it's the actual comics you should be reading, or even the animated... Or even the animated series. Like, I feel like everything is connected. I think Guardians of the the Galaxy, the animated series, is even... Yeah, it is. In continuity. It is in continuity. And that's actually really good, too. And that's on... I think that's on Disney XD as well. But everything's connected, whereas to me, DC's still trying to find how it connects to everything because they keep rebooting so often that it doesn't feel connected to me. So Gotham, which is a great TV show, still doesn't feel like it's going to be connected necessarily to the new... Batman. So come to the Sumac that. room at 1130 when we'll be yeah. talking about this. Okay. And anyway. we should note that, uh, and there'll be a link on the podcast page, but yeah. the Jessica Jones alias graphic novels are coming back into print. The, the first two volumes. Coming, yeah. Two first two volumes are out now, and two more are planned. So alias is a, not the J.J. Abrams show, right. but and the comic is where yeah. Jessica Jones got her start. It was that's where alias she was introduced. It was, it was right. called yeah. Alias. And Brian yeah. Michael yeah. Bendis created her fantastic series. Yeah. One other topic I want to bring up, because it's a news thing that just happened while you know Rick's been off at, at, at presentation conventions, and I think it was a week and a half ago, there was a ruling that the guy who was selling Batmobile mods... For like ninety thousand, he's building Batmobiles. He's building. Bat- I I saw one in Valencia a yeah. few weeks ago. I was so excited, like the Amazing guy was pulling detail. out of a parking lot, and I'm like, I'm driving. I can't take a picture. There's a freaking Batmobile, <laughs> uh, you know. And then I get pulled over, or maybe wreck it, and that'd be bad. But uh, it was ruled that he can't do that anymore. Mm. That DC can trademark and, and owns the copyright. I'm actually shocked he wasn't shut down sooner. So he's been shut down, but now there's a lot of nerves, and I think because you deal with fandom a lot as yeah. well, uh, is the fear is is that going no. now that they've said no. you, this no. is a copyright no. infringement, no cosplaying? <laughs> is it because you don't want it to be, or do you think that that's you know? No, I mean Lucasfilm always had the rule that if you kind of ask nicely and don't sell whatever you're making then you can do it. And the 501st had kind of an official understanding with Lucasfilm because they had to make this such... I mean, this is before Anavos. This is what they had to make their own... Like, hand make their own armor because everyone's a different shape, so you want it to fit you. And so uh, they had to... It was like you could sell at cost, but you can't do it to, like, make a profit. Just like the R2 builders... Yeah. And the Astromech Club, like you can, I mean, building and, your and own R2 is like a muscle car. Like those things cost a lot. It takes forever and it ruins marriages. So you have to like, if you're going to build your own R2, just know you better, you're going to be in couples therapy for a while. But you should, or do it together. Right. And it could Come be on. like a thing. Do a couple that builds an R2 maybe, together. Maybe, it's how, maybe R2 has yeah, saved marriage. Maybe he's maybe. saved yeah. marriages. I don't know. But the point being. But that being, jerky Wally, no, no, he's no. ruined no. <laughs> But the point being <laughs> is if, <laughs> the, if, if the company BB-8. says. bb going to totally, yeah. Are you, are you guys are, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just geeking. Okay. Uh, you started it. No, okay, you, go ahead. You asked me a question. <laughs> yeah. So if you get a per- permission from Lucasfilm, these groups got official permission to do this. As long as they don't make a profit, they can sell at cost. The problem with people that make these things and sell them for a lot of money, that's, this guy did not invent Batman or Batmobile. Right. So he should have known if you're going to make something and sell it for a lot of money. It's a good distinction. You're probably going to get a cease and desist. I mean, that is common sense fandom. Don't try to sell something for a lot of money. But if it's like, you know, you're collectors and you're swapping and you're trying yeah. to like sell things back and forth. Just recovering costs. Or if you're a collector selling stuff on eBay, you're not going to get shut down. It's just yeah. when you try to do these things and you advertise yourself. 
as I'm making these expensive things using your franchise, you're going to get caught. And, and especially at a time that DC finally had the rights, the Warner lawyers yeah. were, were not shutting them down, them down for doing things from Batman 66. Because right. every appearance of an Adam West like Batman right. previously had been altered because they didn't have the rights but, until But, I mean, you can do ago. custom cars. I mean, how many Scooby-Doo vans have we seen in our lifetime? Yeah. A lot. You're not going to get c and A lot in that. the Bay Area. That's It's really <laughs> weird. Yeah. I've seen the mystery machine a lot. Let's have one. Wait, one more. Uh, and then we got to wrap it up. Was it like with smoky windows inside parked at uh, around 420? Maybe. <laughs> okay, our last drawing for the show. Okay. Cross your fingers. Okay, it's three five nine seven four one three five nine seven four one. There Yay. you go. All right. Well, so come up, and while, uh, while you're making your choice, uh, I think yeah we are reaching the end here. So I, I, I must give our not our legal disclaimers our helpful things. If you are listening to us on uh, iTunes, please rate us, review us, tell your friends. What did you choose there? Ah, the Del Rey sampler cool. of Star, Star Wars. Wars. Excellent. Yep. Uh, some of these we will give out at a at a, at a either future. online or at a future live podcast. So find us at iTunes. You can find us on the Stitcher app, and of course, you can find us at www.fanboyplanet.com, where we will be posting later this week this podcast with. I, I'm talking about it as if people aren't already listening to it. <laughs> that is so weird. You but have if you're an here, audience. Oh, I just do have an audience. I know, cra- but it's always a weird adjustment. Just craft I mean, the illusion, like man. It's All right. Live. <clears throat> Tune so those of you here can tune in <laughs> later this week where we'll have a page which will have some of the Amazon links to some of the items that we've talked about on the podcast as well, certainly to, uh, to Bonnie's work. And, uh, you know, if you cannot find it at your local brick-and-mortar store, because I, I am a big proponent of supporting your local businesses and keeping them alive, especially comic shops, because that's what brought us all together, a place to go and buy these things instead of from our from our computers. Uh, but uh, definitely you can find that. And if you uh, enjoyed this and would like to support Fanboy Planet further, you can find a PayPal link as well to donate a Skittles money, as we say. <laughs> uh, and can we have a, applause for our uh, yes, wonderful studio yes. audience coming out so early? On a Sunday Thank morning. all of Thank you for coming in. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast after the fact and you see Bonnie, you know, <laughs> give her a bag of Skittles because, you know, it's. it's I know, that's I actually be my new eat, thing now. I eat other things. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Or, or get her a, a, a bottle Tejava. of Tejava. I know. Uh, and, of course, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, <laughs> criticism, oh, the criticism, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. So, once again, thank you. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of fanboyplanet.com. I'm Bonnie Burton. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder reminding you to use your powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com. Roaming around, right? I don't think they were psychically. How do we know there enough? aren't dinosaurs? Maybe all the wind is actually dinosaur ghosts. I believe that's a thrilling adventure hour uh, episode. There's the there's a friend of Frank and Sarah Doyle's who's the oh yeah there is a dinosaur. Pat Oswalt it's it's a ter- pterodactyl. Pterodactyl, yeah. pterodactyl right, oh, right, right. Okay. It's pterodactyl the, it's Joe, the partner to the to the Joe. detective. Yes, yeah, 
Yeah, that's cool. The beat cut. Yeah, I'm still I'm still hearing reverb. Why right? pterodactyl Joe? Why not pterodactyl Terry? Because pterodactyl you, I Tom. Think, I think because you, I, I may be uh, I may be confusing it with Monkey Joe, the chipmunk. Uh, no, I, I think it, I think they were actually going for what could have been an alliterative oh, right. name, but they went for something that was the one that gets killed. Yes. Who kills Monkey Joe? And oh, sorry, spoilers. No, that was years ago, though. It's okay. We have a rule. It's yeah. okay. Well, here's the thing. This is. Oh, should I save this for the podcast? Bring it up in the podcast because I do want to bring up Squirrel Girl. Oh, okay. yeah. That'd be great. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I have this thing. What besides Star Wars has you excited? Yeah, don't talk. I don't, you don't have to talk about Star Wars. No, I just want to talk about your new books and then we'll talk about the oh, okay. We're dressed for okay. the part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a podcast. <laughs> no one can see you. you Someone can, might take a photo. They you don't can say know. you're naked, and it would, you it's can say theater you're of the mind. And like Star Wars tattoos. And right, my mic is low. Let's say I'm going to take that down. Take that up. How's that sound? I will say, oh, okay. I watched Blind Spot last night because one, one of my friends. Ashley, well, we can get to that in TV. No, I don't want to say it publicly. Okay. Ashley Johnson. So I won't use this in the outtakes. We could do this as a test. If you are we live now? We're, I'm recording now. Just okay, so never mind. Never mind. I, I constantly. Do. Uh, okay, then watch Blind Spot because my friend Ashley Johnson's in it. Cool. She was the waitress that uh, gets saved in the first Avengers by Captain America. Oh yeah, the blonde she's, girl. Yeah, but she's a she's a Whedon actress, so she's been in a lot of Whedon. Uh, shows and she was in the Shakespeare mm-hmm. movie Might that he did. Nothing, yeah. yeah, and he she's been in a lot of stuff. And she, I met her uh, through Geek and Sundry dance party at one of the comic cons, and she was so nice. She's the Vulcan salute on Twitter, and we had just been friends on Twitter. That's and I a knew Twitter her. handle. Yeah, oh, okay. and I knew her from other stuff. But she is a dancing machine, so we're she's always my dancing partner. Dancing, so dancing, at, at this dancing. year's Comic Con San Diego at the Geek and Sundry Nerdist Party, uh, I got on the dance floor mainly because Jane Epsonson was there and she was all by herself dancing. And she's like, "Come dance with me, Bonnie." I'm like, "Oh my god, yay!" And so I mean, that's like a that's fan fiction right there to dance with Jane. And so. <laughs> She's okay. one of, she, I love Jane. She's one of my favorite writers, and she's just such an inspiration for those of us in the entertainment industry because it's really hard for women to mm-hmm. get in the entertainment industry. So her and Nicole Perlman, who co-wrote Guardians of the Galaxy, are two of my favorite people. And, and, and Gail Simone, obviously, mm-hmm. does comics. But um, Jane can dance. But as soon as I got on the dance floor with Jane, was already there, and then Joss Whedon got on the dance floor. And watching Joss Whedon dance is like it's the most mesmerizing. It's like a lava lamp. He's like a... Really? Yeah, it's not like... He looks like a lava lamp. It's just you can't take your eyes away from him because okay. he, he does like that white man overbite dance. Yes. And he doesn't dance like a dad at a wedding, but it's it's close and it's but, but enthusiastic. It's, but it's a good I, dance. Like it's, I, I have seen it. I like it when people dance like they're at wedding receptions because they don't care. Whereas if you dance at a comic comic con party, you feel like you have to look good all the time and. I'm going to take the Any of that. I saw Jaws dance with Nathan Fillion once. Nathan yeah. can dance really well, but Nathan yes, always no looks one, good no doing whatever. Right, so. exactly. But Jaws can dance too. But anyway, my point was Ashley got on the dance floor, and she just she's a dancing machine. She's great. Felicia's a dancing machine. Felicia Day could have her own dance party show, which I wish she would do. I want that her to do. Like I feel like she should do that on Twitch TV. She's on Twitch. Most mm-hmm. of the Geek and Sundry crew do Twitch stuff now. And I just really, uh, I would love to see her do like an old time, like hairspray style mm-hmm. dance party just on Twitch. And you get to just watch them. They did that when they did fundraising for Geek and Sundry. Okay. I think it was like one of those 24 hour situations where they got slap happy and they took dance requests from the audience. And so. 
Which I you should never do at three in the morning. I think Felicia Day's dance party would work very well. I would totally watch the hell out of that. So okay, Derek, I need to hear you again. I am here. Uh, what's the the next round is eleven thirty. So yeah. yes, we'll need, we need to, to wrap go. up by eleven fifteen. So yes, all That's right, good. It'll be a. It'll be a tight little show. Oh, we I got another audience member. There's I didn't two put that much now. info in. Welcome. The, no the, pressure. The odds of you walking away with all the prizes just went down by 50%. Oh. Well, and you, sir, walked into a gold mine. You did. Since the prizes, some of them were his. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You could walk away with your own books. <laughs> you can walk away with books that aren't yours. That's good, right? Okay. We're going to start. <laughs> I can fix anything else in post. Good. Except for that damn echo. Okay, we'll take that down just a little bit. All right, we're pegging on red. Good. Well, we're here from the Bonnie. One more time. Auditorium. Uh, What's your favorite color? Be enthusiastic. Uh, glitter. <laughs> uh, is okay. that a color? That's good. That's good. It okay. can be. It is now. It's Derek's favorite color. Please I know be that. A color. Derek, it's, it's, what's your favorite color? Uh, it would be black. Okay. That's we're ready color. to go and. In one, no, in three, as soon as I point to myself, oh, in God's three, sake. two, one, listen up, fanboy, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast live from South San Francisco at Convolution, and here he is, the man of the hour, minute and second. I know, this I actually my new eat, thing now. I eat other things. Do you? Okay. <laughs> Or, or get her a, a, a bottle Tejava. of Tejava. I know. Uh, and, of course, if you have any questions, comments, compliments, commentary, <laughs> criticism, oh, the criticism, write in to editor at fanboyplanet.com. Now, just a second. I want to prep the audience. We have a tradition at the end of the show. Derek introduces, him, uh, introduces in expo himself. Then we have our guest. And then I say, and I'm Rick Brett Snyder, uh, reminding you to use your powers only for good. And that's the part that screws people up. It's the only for good. Use your powers only for good. And we'd like Not you all sometimes, only. only for good. So we'd like you all to join in when I say I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. Everybody so join you. in at that point. Yes. So. All right. So once again, thank you. I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. I'm Bonnie Burton. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use, use your, your powers, powers only for good. good. Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> it was like an improv exercise for Bonnie. <laughs> She's looking at me going, okay, I'm going to match it slowly. <laughs> I wanted to say use your food. Only use your powers. Oh, we say that sometimes. No, we have our, our man in Los Angeles <laughs> always throws yeah. food in there at the yeah, end. And I, he's on yeah. Skype, so he's like a half a second behind I'm, us. I'm more likely to use powers for food than good, but that's just. <laughs> if, if it keeps you from killing people in the podcast I audience. Know. I'm sorry. It's I didn't want right. to sound like I'm the It was suspect. wonderful having you on. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Bonnie, I have.